Welcome back, welcome back. This is the Bunch of Casuals podcast where we talk about everything casually, of course. Uh, Today's episode is another one where we're doing an NFL ranking. Um, Today we're going to be doing the top 15 NFL wide receivers. Now, I was thinking about doing like top 25, but I kind of changed it. This, if I'm being perfectly honest, was way more difficult to properly rank i think for the most part i think the top 10 is solid i think these 10 are gonna be the 10 best but you never know any like a sleeper can change everything up i think at the very least the top nine i'm gonna i'm gonna be confident with my top 10 11 through 15 could be iffy a little bias here and there um i am a new york giants fan it is what it is at the end of the day so uh yeah let's get right into it and start off with number 15 now number 15 i was thinking very hard about who i should put here should i put a younger receiver here that's going to be paved the way should i put a receiver that now has like the number one option potential um And I did put one of those receivers. Um, He was really good before his injury on the Detroit Lions. But now he's on the New York Giants as our number one receiver. So I put Kenny Galladay as the 15th best receiver um, coming into the next season. I think he's going to have a really good season. I think he's going to have a really uh, productive season. Uh, obviously he's going to be the number one target big body and obviously he didn't perform like he did last season uh the season prior because of injury but this dude's a monster like he's big he's strong he's a monster receiver so i i'll put him here at 50 um number 14 uh if he plays and depending on how the offense really goes, because it's really depending on Baker Mayfield, I put OBJ. OBJ's talent is like top five. But for some reason, he's never been able to really showcase what he can do since he left the Giants. And it's unfortunate, but Baker doesn't have the arm talent to really utilize OBJ properly. Um, so if OBJ is injured again, then Jarvis Landry is probably going to take this 14th spot. But um, OBJ, his talent speaks dividends. If he's healthy, another year under uh, Baker's belt, another year with this offense, another year with this defense, who knows, OBJ might show up and show what he can do yet again. So I put him number 14. Number 13, I got DK Metcalf. This dude is a physical beast. This dude is a physical beast phenomenon like bro this dude is huge he's literally a tight end with wide receiver speed and skill like dk metcalf is ridiculous and with a full healthy season i'm russell wilson ready with maybe a better offensive line i'm expecting some great things from dk metcalf dude's a strong powerful receiver um and he's their number one option so dk metcalf is my third team uh, number 12, I got Keenan Allen. Now, Keenan Allen now gets to play with Justin Herbert. Uh, I'm pretty sure Keenan Allen was injured for a good part of last year. Uh, don't quote me on that. But Justin Herbert has an excellent arm, and Keenan Allen is an excellent wide receiver. All those years with Phillip Rivers, Keenan Allen was constantly, consistently posting some great numbers. Now he has Justin Herbert, who, damn, bro. 
I'm expecting some great things. This I feel like this offense is going to be very much improved at the same time. So this offense with it's the uh, improvement with Justin Herbert and uh, you know better coaching. Hopefully, Keenan Allen is probably going to have another monstrous year, bro. Uh, for my number eleven, I don't know if I wanted to keep him in the top fifteen because he's now the second option. And I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is going to be able to utilize him as much. But just to put respect on his name, I put A.J. Brown here. Um, like I said, it's very possible he falls out of the top 15 altogether, which is perfectly fine being the second option. But uh, his skill is still undeniable. So at the very least, I wanted to put respect on his name. And I put him number 11. Uh, number 10 is the best receiver on the Buccaneers. And that is Mike Evans. Big body. He did struggle a little bit on the playoffs, but uh, Antonio Brown, Gronk, and um, Chris Godwin are all still there. So of course his catch is you know numbers aren't going to be crazy. Well, when in doubt, when you need a reliable person to throw to, Mike Evans is that guy, bro. He's huge. He's like over six two. He has the athleticism. Like, even though he was a little inconsistent in the playoffs, he should come back with a mission to accomplish, proving that he is definitely the best receiver in that locker room, despite Antonio Brown being there, but at the very least being someone Tom Brady can rely on. So, yeah, number 10. Number 9 is the official number one off, uh, option on his team, and arguably could move up, who knows, and that's Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley played better than Julio Jones on and when they were on the same team last year, uh, he was just a more consistent target for Matt Ryan. But now that Julio Jones is officially gone, Calvin Ridley is the number one option. And I'm expecting a monster season. I think the second receiver is good enough for Calvin Ridley to not consistently be like double and triple teamed. So I'm, I'm expecting a monster season from Calvin Ridley. So that's why I have him so high at number nine. Uh, number eight, Allen Robinson. He has been playing very well the last couple of seasons. And now we don't know if Justin Fields is going to play this season. Uh, we don't even know if he's going to start. But Allen Robinson is going to do what he has to do as always. So I got him my number eight spot. My number seventh spot I got here is Adam Thielen. Allen Thielen has been playing really good. Um, even despite Stephon Diggs leaving, he still has been playing lights out as always. Um, Justin Jefferson is a good receiver alongside Adam Thielen, so he can keep the pressure off of Thielen, of course. He's the favorite option to Kirk Cousins at the end of the day. He's going to have another great season, just like he did the prior seasons. So he is my number seven. My number six is a receiver that I have question marks because he didn't have a great season last season. But he's still Julio Jones at the end of the day. New quarterback playing off of, you know, not great season, but it's still Julio Jones. Like, being doubting Julio Jones just doesn't make sense. So, even though he falls out of the top five, I think it's very possible that Julio Jones may show us why he's still the most talented receiver in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? For a while, he was dominating as the best wide receiver, but, you know... I know this is a different setup, so we don't really know um, if he's going to rise or fall even more. Number four is Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas didn't have a great season. Mike Thomas didn't have a fantastic season. Um, he was dealing with injury quite a bit. Drew Brees didn't really 
throw that well. But the team needs to kind of put itself in motion again. Um, Michael Thomas is still a really consistent receiver. Um, the receiver that they're going to look to for offense, him and Alvin Kamara. So he should still have a great season um, despite... You know, even though James Winston's throwing to him. And James Winston, although he throws a lot of interceptions, he still, you know, plays well enough to, you know, put up the points, put up the stats. And uh, if he was able to go lights out with Mike Evans, there's no reason why he can't go lights out with Michael Thomas as well. Uh, my number four is Stefan Diggs. Man, Stefan Diggs, a lot of people were saying he was in the Offensive Player of the Year MVP type race, bro. He was having that great of a season with Josh Allen. I'm expecting another great season with Josh Allen. Like, I'm not here to deny it. Uh, dude's going to have another great, great, great run. Uh, maybe people will start figuring out Josh Allen, and I don't know how good their second receiver will be. But at the end of the day, Stefan Diggs is Stefan Diggs, so he's my number four. Um, my number three is Tyreek Hill, Cheetah himself. A lot of people are having him as the best receiver. I don't really see it that, but he is definitely the fastest receiver in the NFL. And because of that speed and Patrick Mahomes' arm, he cooks people. Uh, he's still that guy, still very talented, very, very athletic. But I just think the two guys are just a bit better than him. So that's why I have him number three. Number two I have is Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is the golden boy for the Packers. Literally the only receiver threat. If Aaron Rodgers is playing, he's definitely top three. That is no question. If Aaron Rodgers is not playing, there's a question mark. There's a big one. So it really depends if Aaron Rodgers is playing or not. If he is, Devontae Adams will probably be in the conversation with being the best receiver. But I still think the best receiver with the new team he had last season, he didn't show what he's truly capable of. So that's why I have my number one being DeAndre Hopkins. Like, for the most part, ever since Julio kind of dwindled a little bit, DeAndre has been dominating. Sure, he had Deshaun Watson for a good part of his career. Um, but now he has Kyler Murray, who's also a very good quarterback. He was under a new system with the uh, Cardinals, but now with another year under his belt, I'm expecting DeAndre Hopkins to show yet again why he is the best receiver in the NFL. So these are my top 15 NFL receivers. Let me know what you guys think, of course. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. There is going to be like two more days, right? So I'm probably going to do one day dedicated for defense. And tomorrow I might make it dedicated for tight ends. I think, or I think what I'm going to do, I should include tight ends in this list. So just to be kind of be consistent, if I had to include some tight ends, I probably definitely would include Travis Kelsey, obviously, for good reason. I definitely would include George Kittle uh, for good reason. And I, I don't know who else I would hands down include to potentially make the top 15 receivers in general, but those two are definite. Um, I will say this, you know, for what I'm going to do for Thursday and Friday, I, I think I'm going to do defense for both sides. Um, I think I'm going to do like linemen and backs, backers for Thursday and then DBs, which will include corners and safeties for uh, Friday. I think that will be 
my plan of action. So, hope you guys enjoyed, of course. Yeah, these are my kind of uh, predictions who are going to be the best players in the upcoming season. So, obviously, I'm not listing out a lot of stats here. It's just more of a feel, bro. Because this is kind of prediction-based, you know. If I was assessing the most recent season, that's one thing. But it's really depending on... There are a lot of factors in addition to stats, I guess. So, but I'm doing what I gotta do here. Hope you guys enjoyed, of course. Uh, you know, thanks for listening in, and you guys have a good one. Take care and have a good night, of course.